Hey, 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 come on in. This is Ace in the Place podcast, and I am your girl, Ace. Today is Monday, January 25th. I hope you all had a great weekend. I really enjoy my weekend, and I will get into that a little bit later. But first, I just want to set the mood, the vibe. Come on in, have a seat, grab yourself something to drink. If you're drinking liquor, take a shot for me. If you're drinking wine, take a a glass for me. I typically drink on the weekends now, so I am actually sipping on some black tea right now, and that's my vibe. So have a shot for me. Get yourself a blunt, a joint. Relax. Today's show is entitled Excuse Me, Miss, and we are going to discuss feminine energy, but this is the vibe first. Set that bag. So it's a vibe right now, y'all. We're going to get ready to discuss feminine energy. But this is the first thing that pops in my mind. I was thinking of the name. I said, excuse me, miss. So this past Saturday, I went to a vision board party at my girlfriend's house. And it was a great vibe. When I say Black Girl Magic was in the house that night, it really was just to see women put their ideas down to manifest future and different women coming together to discuss things. And we discussed feminine energy. Some of the women gave their perception of it. And one of the women actually is a hairstylist. And she spoke about her coming into contact with different women daily, she can pick up instantly on a woman's energy. But then she said the first 10 minutes, she can tell. And even just, you know, with her, she said her being the motherly type of person to always care about people and how are you doing? Check up on folks, make sure you're okay. That's how she exudes her feminine energy. Some of the other women even spoke about entering a room because how we carry ourselves, our walk, our talk, the essence of us and how it translates to the world and the people around us is feminine energy, pretty much. And it it goes, when you say, even talk about being motherly or mother nature, tapping into nature can be a way to tap into your feminine energy and I first was introduced to that aspect of it when I had my daughter. I had a natural home birth, and my doula really got me in tune with nature, right? Because you really need to be in tune with your body to naturally have a baby. No, I didn't get induced. There was no epidural. My baby was eight days past her due date. I literally had to wait for her to be ready to come and for my body to have her. But even in that process, like I said, that was my first way of tapping into nature. Mother nature, the term mother nature is a way to tap into your feminine energy. It is. And I really didn't know too much about it. I was like the sun, you know, as melanated people, we get energy from the sun. And so that was 
as much as it kind of went for me. But after having my daughter, I am more conscious of, of nature and even maybe just sitting outside on the grass and playing on the grass with Ari or in the summertime or even making snowmans. About to get, have a snowstorm tonight oh, into tomorrow. So I'm pretty sure once I, if, you know, get Ari tomorrow, we make a snowman or snow angels. We'll be outside in some type of connect with nature. That is a way to connect with your feminine energy as well. But really, a lot of the women just spoke about entering a room and whether you speak or you don't speak, you know, how you interact with other people in the room is a way to tap into your feminine energy, just your softer side. You know, are you always turned up being a loud one in the room? And that's okay if you are. We're not talking about people who are, you know, loud or want to be seen. We're just simply saying the more softer side. And even some of the women spoke about your confidence in the room. Sometimes when you come in, whether you speak or you don't speak, if you're a woman who looks a certain type of way, people perceive you in a negative way. And that may not even be your intent. But let's just say, oh, she thinks she that. She boozy and she that. But some of the women said that it goes down to the culture. And it does. As black women, we got to talk about it. Now let's talk about it, ladies. <laughs> but seriously, as black women, unfortunately, and, and what I want to say before I continue with my statement is this comes from a place of love. Anything that I say that may, um, you know, you may not like or you may not want to hear or, you know, it comes from a place of love. Whether I know you or not, I have love for you in my heart. I love my black people. And we we are going to talk about it. And that goes for men and for women. I'm not going to be on here bashing no black men because I love my black men. But you know what, black men? I'm going to keep it honest with you. And I'm not a black man. So it's just things I don't know or even understand. But I've been doing some research. And I've been listening to a lot of black men. So that that's... Another show, but we're talking about feminine energy tonight. But I just wanted to put that out there. So when I speak to my ladies, we're going to keep it real. And yes, it, in the culture, we do have that a woman coming to a room a certain type of way. As one of the ladies said, sitting pretty. Okay, those are not my words, y'all. <laughs> no, but she said, I come in a room sitting pretty. And, you know, people think I'm bougie or I'm this, I'm that, but I'm really a fun-loving person and I'm really cool. So her feminine energy comes off in her confidence as bougie to some other women. And she's really like, you know, hey, I'm a cool person. I get along with people, no problem. So it's really about how we perceive things. And a lot of time, if you come in a room sitting pretty, if somebody feels some type of way, it probably goes into their insecurities more so than anything. It really doesn't have much to do with you because they don't know you. How, what could it have to do with you, really, other than you just look cute? So it goes back to that. But even speaking to my black sisters, feminine energy when it translates to our relationships and yes women I'm going to talk about it I really didn't speak about it at the party because I didn't get around to this point but we have to learn to listen let me say that again <laughs> we have to learn to listen myself included because it's definitely something I struggle with I have struggled with probably gonna keep struggling with but listening is so important it's very important. 
people want to feel heard, myself included. One of the reasons I started this podcast. But another reason was to grow. I'm being transparent because I feel that's what God has called me to do. I'm just going to be honest with you guys on that level. That's a different conversation. So back into just learning to listen. You do have to pick and choose your battles, ladies. We have to pick and choose our battles. Some battles aren't worth fighting. Be quiet, okay? And like I said, I struggle with it too. But men want to feel heard, regardless if you understand what they're saying. And sometimes they may say something that how you looking like, eh, but let them get that out. You know, they need that. So, like I said, I'll look. You're in an argument with your man and he raising his voice at you. The natural thing to do is to raise your voice back, right? Now we both yelling and angry and body language is this and that. Even your body language in an argument is feminine energy, right? And like I said, that's something that I struggle with. But now that I'm aware of that, I'm more conscious. I don't even like things to get escalated. But if they do, I'm very aware of my body language in that moment now. So even that, the the rolling of the neck and this and that, and that's okay. Like I said, when you feel disrespected, you go with your emotions, right? Because you feel disrespected. So now it's like, you yelling at me, I'm yelling at you. But what if we don't? What if we can be calm and soft and not soft like I'm just going to let you talk to me any type of way and, and you know, disrespect me. But I'm going to let you say what you need to say. And then I will speak in a calm tone and just try to diffuse the situation. Now, depending on the man you're dealing with, ladies, because this goes back to the masculine energy in your life. It's easier to be softer with somebody who you feel safe with your feelings. If you don't feel safe with your significant other, with having your feelings, then it's going to be this, I can't say what I need to say or how I feel. But I don't want to get too far off this subject. I just want to say, learn to listen, ladies. We got to work on it, myself included. And be teachable. That is a part of feminine energy as well. You may not like everything about your man, but sit down and really think about what it is that you like about him. Learn from that. Like for me, my husband is a, he's a very protective person. He's always aware of his surroundings and things kind of taking a turn. And being with him, that is definitely something I learned from him. Now, I just wasn't out here in La La Land before because, you know, I lived by myself for years. I was a single woman and I kind of kept it safe, you know, for the most part. I didn't have any like really dangerous situations, but I've always been aware of my surroundings, but definitely more. That was something I learned from my husband. I took that from him. We have to be able to take from our men. They need to be able to take from us, too. And that's a different podcast. We, we're not talking about the fellas right now. Tonight is feminine energy. So just learn to be teachable. Like, take from your significant other. And like I said, it may require you to just sit down and give it some thought. Like, okay, let me sit and think. But don't be so, you know, because a lot of time as women... We are naturally more mature than men. And so sometimes we have this attitude of, you know, I know this and I know that and he don't know this and he don't know that. 
But you need to figure out what he does know and what he is good at and feed off of that and let him know that you're feeding off of that. And hopefully in response, he can do the same because it makes it very difficult to do that, ladies. Trust me, I understand. It makes it difficult to do that when you feel like he's not uplifting you or he's not taking things from you in areas you are strong, right? Because men struggle with that. If a woman is strong, um, she may have more tools in her toolbox in certain areas than you do. My husband being the protector, he's always on top of, you know, a situation taking a turn. And like I said, I learned from that. I'm like that now. When I go out with my friends, kicking and drinking or not, I'm the friend that's like, all right, y'all, we got to make sure we get on say, Oh, wait, that could take a turn. But I'm really like very aware of everything that's going on around me and, and just making sure that things don't take a turn. And if they do, you prepare. It's fight or flight at that moment because we can say all day what we would do in a dangerous situation. But until we're actually in that situation, we just don't know. But we have to be aware of our surroundings. And that was definitely something that I learned from my husband. So be teachable, women. And if you're with somebody that feel like can't teach you nothing, well, you might want to reevaluate or no, that's fine. Just take something. It could be the smallest thing. It doesn't have to be major. So really early on with me, I would say um, feminine energy or how I perceived it my earlier years would be. So I'm tall. I'm six feet. And my brother used to try to get me into sports growing up. And I was like, no, you know, I, I'm, I'm a girly girl. You know, I thought sports were for tomboys, right? I know better now, but back then, that's what I thought. You played ball, you were a tomboy. And I was like, no, I'm the girly girl. I get my hair done. I wear skirts. I get my nails done. Well, I was like one of my first few friends who got their nails done. So that was like, that's how I perceived it early on. It was like, you were the girly girl. So that was the feminine energy that I had. And even like I did modeling and I turned about 18, I did modeling, which modeling really helped me to build my confidence in my height. I didn't really have that growing up. I had confidence in myself. I didn't think that I was, you know, unattractive, but I didn't have that confidence in my height, you know, because I got talked about for being tall. I was always the last person in the line, you know, kids tease and, you know, we, most of us got picked on. If you didn't get picked on in school, you just were special. Okay. Like you were one of a kind, but we all got talked about. So I definitely was not confident in my height, but it took me to, you know, turn about about 17, 18 coming out of high school and. I, like I said, I was a girly girl. I was in the fashion and you know how I looked and carried myself. I always knew it was like, okay, I keep myself up. That was always how I was. And so I started modeling and that was kind of my first tapping into the feminine energy side of myself. Like I said, after I had my daughter getting more in tune with nature um, just keeping myself up, you know, it, whether I have my hair or my nails, not even my natural hair. I don't do it often, but I do know how to do my own natural hair, take care of my own natural hair. I don't wear makeup every day, but I love makeup. Okay. <laughs> Seriously, though, that is a part of feminine energy for me. 
but I don't wear makeup every day. So I work for streets and sanitation. I'm on a garbage truck. My job doesn't require me to be dressed up every day. You know, if any of you know me or don't know me, if you see me in the streets, Monday through Friday, you might be like, oh, is that ice? <laughs> no, but seriously, on the weekends, it's a different story. But during the week, my job doesn't require it. So, you know, I'm toned down and I'm still I still carry myself the same way. That's the thing about my feminine energy, whether I got on those jeans with with a hat and a do-rag or whether I got I'm sitting pretty, as one of the ladies said, with my makeup on and, you know, looking good. My attitude and my essence is the same. It doesn't change. And that is a part of my feminine energy and just my confidence as a woman. And so that however you tap into that for yourself whether it's the softer side, the motherly side, how you interact with other women, especially other black women. And I will have a podcast for that one week where we really talk about black women and the relationships together, even going back to our relationships with our moms and our grandmothers, right? Because we got to talk about this stuff. We got to unpack this baggage. (laughs) No, but that's where the growth comes in. We got to, we got to get down to the root of things because a lot of issues that we face on a daily basis really be on some deeper stuff. You got to get to the root of things. And even I've been getting more in tune with my emotions, right? I'm at this space. I'll be 35 in June where emotional maturity is very relevant in my life. Because if you think about it, like we was, we went, we were talking about getting into an argument with your significant other. So if they're yelling at you, and you yell back, that's the easy thing to do, right? To be more quiet and more reserved is actually the hard thing to do. But guess what? That is the emotionally mature person, right? (laughs) If you think about it, that's the person who is in control of their emotions because we can all, you made me mad, I'm mad. And you probably have every right to be mad, okay? Because we all get mad, we all get angry. Those are emotions that we have. How you process those emotions is a really big thing. And for women, us, we need that emotional connection in a relationship. Men, if you don't know, let me put you on. Women need to feel connected to you emotionally. That's why, you know, like you say, oh, she she PMS or or even RBF. Okay, we got to talk about that too now, ladies. And I never really considered myself to be that way, but sometimes people would say I look mean. I'd be like, wow, I'm just standing here. Look, I ain't did nothing to nobody. But my emotions sometimes show on my face, but I've gotten better with that. I ain't going to walk around smiling all the time, but sometimes I will consciously think to myself, what's your face look like? <laughs> or give a little nice little, well, now we wearing masks, so it doesn't really matter. People only seeing our eyes anyway right now, but even before the mask, I would consciously have to be like, okay, because you don't want to come off that way, or maybe you do. Some of us don't, or we don't even know we have the RBF. You know, we just sitting there like, I'm just sitting here. What you talking about? But you have to be conscious of that. You have to be conscious of your emotions and your feelings. Yes, in a relationship, your man should be responsible for you emotionally. But women, not all your emotions. It's that part. We have to pick and choose, meaning get this. Now, this me, y'all. And it's some of y'all, too. We hungry, 
right? Oh, now I got an attitude. Now I'm irritated. Now anything anybody say to me, that's, you know, we got to get in touch with that. It's really not a man's place. And if you have a man in your life who is, you know, caters to your, your needs in that way, that is great. But that's really not his responsibilities, ladies. Yes, he's responsible for our deep emotions, like being connected with us, loving us properly, you know, big things to the core, supporting us. Those emotions, yes. Because you hungry and you, you snapping on folks, nah. <laughs> okay? And like I said, I'm, I've been guilty of that. But you got to be in tune with that. It's that part of, okay, I do got an attitude. Let me go get something to eat. I'm not going to be mean to people, or if I'm mean to people, let me check it real quick. Like, girl, why are you snapping at her because you're hungry? If you don't go get something to eat. And even like I said, I still struggle with this. Like last week, I was having a day, and I really had to, because with me, I'm the type of person, I hate to waste my time. <laughs> right? I don't like to waste time, so I'll be doing a task, and if nothing gets done, or I feel like I went and did this and didn't accomplish anything instant attitude but I have to check that because it's nobody's responsibility to cater to me because I'm upset that I couldn't get this task done so last week I was just something had frustrated me real quick and I just stopped took like two or three deep breaths and was like girl go home no you didn't get this accomplished today but go home it's the end of the day we're gonna try it again tomorrow and it was just that and it in the instance that i said that to myself in my head and i took those three four deep breaths after that it was over with it was literally over with and so like i said it's not that we don't we're not gonna still do certain things but it's almost like when you can check it instantly or when you can change it instantly it's like okay i'm growing emotionally because energies are just transferred people are going to transfer negative energy on you all day every day but to really be at peace in my opinion is to be emotionally mature enough to understand and process your feelings whether it is anger whether it's frustration we are entitled to these feelings. We are going to have them. No way around it. How we process that and how we treat other people is what's important. And we're going to work on it, y'all. So I have some homework for you guys. I'm not going to give homework every week. <laughs> but I really want you guys to grow. Like I said, I'm there. We're going to do this together. So this week, I just want you all to... Well, how do I put this? Um, not make a new friend, but just be kind or friendly to someone that you wouldn't normally do. Or just, I want you to get in tune with your emotions, but even your softer side. So let's just say you go to McDonald's and they mess up your order. Now, they totally wrong and the cashier got an attitude. You have every right to cuss her out. But don't. Let's try just saying have a good day. So that's really what I'm trying to say, you all. This week, our homework assignment, <laughs> our work assignment, but this week I would like you all to just work on when you can noticeably see that someone is giving off negative energy, not feeding into it. Just if it's just one time that one person, whether it's your significant other, like I said, the cashier at McDonald's, you know, good day. I hope you have a blessed day.
you know, hit them back with that positivity. If you enter a room and nobody speaks, walk out that room smiling. Nobody can't probably see you because you're going to have your mask on. <laughs> but you know what I mean, guys? Like, I want you to just try to work on putting positive energy out there, even when you know for sure you get negative energy brought your way. Come on, ladies. We can do this. So that is the show for today, guys. I think we did a pretty good job with explaining feminine energy. I hope you all have a, you understand it a little bit more or you get in tune with it a little bit more. And I hope you all have a blessed week. The snow is coming tomorrow, unfortunately, in Chicago. If you're someplace else, maybe not. But we are going to stay blessed and stay prayed up. I love you guys and talk to you later.